A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps to detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus. This is Will, but you may know me as uh, Glyph Kazidi. This Dungeons & Dragons podcast may contain fantasy violence, language, and adult themes. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Uh, as it were, now, as we move forward, if you could please not provide food or drink to Pothole, no matter what he writes on the glass, thank you. Bohemian Rhapsody truly is audio jumper cables to the groin. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wild Magic School Must, the most unprofessional DD podcast you will ever hear. I, of course, am your DM, Calvin Piper, and these uh, old and new faces are the players. I'm not going to have you talk players. about Drew like that at the top of the podcast. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> wow. I was going to make the joke, but I, I knew someone you, was going to. Yikes. You're, only you are allowed to make the jokes about Drew being old. Wells French. Speaking of Drew. Well, I'm glad to welcome all these ugly and other than Calvin faces <laughs> to here. Uh, hey, everybody, this is Drew. I play Zeph, the metallic dragonian warlock. The old dragonians. The dragonians. Dragonians. Hey, this is Zeph. <laughs> I'm going to sing a classic Marilyn Monroe ballad <laughs> while wearing lipstick and a dress. I think you should do a classic Marilyn Manson ballad. Alright. Ooh, that's like ultimate gender bending. Yeah, you have to do happy birthday, Mr. President, but really, really angrily. <laughs> Over to you. Yeah, uh, hello. I'm the other Will. Uh, I play Aramur, the Leonin Blood Hunter. And I am the original Will, and I play uh, Glyph, the Lizard Folk Artificer. And I'm Liz, and I play Ohiana, the Tiefling Bard. It's a Matt, it's you. I... Is it? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was just hoping we were just uh, have dead. I am Matt. I play TBD, the male variant human monk level 5, and I am not in the room right now. Nope, Matt is joining us via the interwebs, but we're happy to have him all the same. So if you can't hear him while we're playing, just make up your own words. Yeah, think of your own few words that you would think TBD would say tonight, and that should suffice. For... Pretty much the same as every week. 
There you go. Do you guys remember when we had to play on Skype for like two weeks and we decided it's the most miserable thing on the planet and never oh, did it again? I can't. I don't know. I People, don't remember that. I played I Guild Wars 2 and watched TV every session. Was like, guys, I've got to turn my video off. And, and like folded laundry one time, I remember very distinctly. I was <laughs> yeah. like, you have nothing better to do than fold laundry while we're supposed to be that's, playing d I was really productive. That's my friend. COVID. That's my friend Will. Yeah. A great dude. Uh, I tried marijuana for the first time during one of the sessions. Michelle, you need to introduce yourself <laughs> now. <laughs> My name is Michelle Piper, and I play Kenneth Quinn. Thank goodness. That was a joke, by the way. It wasn't the first time. It definitely wasn't. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Wait, who's that? Hey, guys, it's Preston. Oh, yes. Uh, Preston is uh, unfortunately not with us tonight for the second time in a row. That's okay. He will be back next week to join our team in full force as we continue our amazing story and adventure. Because if you fail three death saves, you're out permanently. Unless unless, unless you're rolling a d12 by accident. (laughs) Funny. (laughs) You guys are funny. That's a whole other story for a whole other time. But speaking of this story, let's go ahead and hop into episode 23 of the Godscar Chronicles. So the last time we were here, the party had uh, found themselves uh, finishing a glorious circus display um, at the Circus of Dimitri, and after celebrating their victory and their pretty good roles, uh, discovered that they were under suspicion of assault. Well, two people specifically, Glyph and uh, Zeph, were accused of assaulting a citizen of the city, after sorting out uh, this little misunderstanding, they had to figure out an answer to this question. If it wasn't them, who was it? So they decided to speak to a contact of theirs, one Jimbar Sahabi, son of the great house Sahabi, and ask him if he knew anything about it. He went through his channels and was able to uncover the information and the location of the still uh, hostile draconian who was uh, holed up in a uh, business establishment in one of the districts. You guys went over uh, to investigate and discovered the draconian known as Bellfire, one of the old uh, acquaintances and or friends of Glyph and Zeph. Uh, Trying to talk him off a cliff, as it were, you guys were able to roll some pretty uh, high persuasions and prevent him with a high variant roll from going crazy. You were able to talk him down and uh, convince him that he needed to seek some help in order to figure out what was going on because he had a strange ailment. And by strange ailment, I mean he had strange crystals sticking out of his spine. Um, So you guys cloaked him in some of your travel robes. One of you disguised yourself as a fanciful, angry old lady and made your way through the city guards without muss or fuss, thankfully. So... I wouldn't stand for massive fuss. Yes, that is correct. Um, So, we pick up now with you guys and your new friend uh, making your way to the... Where are we going? What are we doing? I mean, I guess... Where are we going to go see Asimir still? If that is what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, we're going to go see Asimir because we needed someone that could maybe look into this ailment because it's way out of all of our depth. Mm -hmm. And last time we encountered it, the trappers 
got to it before we could. Yeah, and we'd rather the trappers not like poof yeah. in and take our friends. That would be a real bummer. Have we talked about her tattoo, her, her arm marking? As we, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the Moon Sisters, uh, if you listen to episode twenty, mm-hmm. uh, they said someone old and you doll is theoretically who we should be looking for. Right, right, right. And then they also cryptically asked if we'd ever met a dragon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> said, lady. Hello. Mm-hmm. Kind of, we're, we're almost there, mm. actually. Pretty close. So now we have dragon, sh- dragon egg-shaped magic rock from the Moon Sisters. Three draconians and a um, cobalt, all who have some. Really putting the dragons in the dungeons and. Yes. Yeah. Seems like it. Okay, so you guys uh, are heading back to the university. Uh, not terribly hard to find your to find your way there. Uh, if you guys are going by foot or if you want to take transportation, that's up to you. Um, I don't think it. Uh, I don't know. Should hey, uh, mate, don't take this the wrong way, but I don't really want to take you downtown. Can you just because you know I feel like you're stressed out enough as it is. Are you talking to Balefire? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, he's uh, wrapped himself up in the traveling cloak and kind of keeping his head low. Uh, he kind of nods. His, Yes, that seems fair. Seems like a enclosed spices probably won't agree with me very well. Yeah, I mean, you know, your nickname was kind of Firestorm, so I feel like probably shouldn't put you in a spot where you could start one. That's, that's probably fair, yeah. yeah. So maybe we take the long way around? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm down for that. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. It'll take you guys about an hour or so to uh, take the longer way around, uh, for in a matter of speaking. But you can get to the university, uh, I would say, about mid-afternoon at this point. The sun is uh, has finished its apex and is now beginning to descend. Uh, the heat of the day is still very prevalent, and most people are avoiding the direct sunlight because of just how warm it is this time of year. Um, but are their uh, uh, one of the vampires? Ooh! Or everyone is a vampire. Yeah. That's a Blade Trinity. Hey, action. don't get into that side quest until you've oh, reached so level six. Um, perception that's... check to see if anybody has a skin of a killer. <laughs> Go ahead and make a perception check. Yes. <laughs> oh, ooh, uh, ooh. <laughs> was I ready? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not even close. It's no. If there's one thing I learned from Twilight, um, it's that it's eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, with an 18 perception, you know that you could probably find some skins of a killer. However, uh, that feels like a level 9 side quest that you're just not there prepared oh, for yet. Yeah, I feel like we ain't there. Man, we are on fire to look into the future. Uh-huh. Yeah, you guys all are. these twists that he's got. Twists and turns kind of like a even... Doctor Strange kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen I think it. You spoilers. 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 Mm-hmm. No, no, no. No spoilers yet. No spoilers yet. No, I wouldn't do that. Um, Although when this one comes out, it'd be like a month after the movie's happened. So I feel like most if likely. you haven't seen it, it's kind of on you. That yeah, thing. at that point, it's on you. But he hasn't seen it yet, so and it's much closer. So I want to be respectful of him. But you guys can make your way to the university. Um, are you guys going straight to Azimir Stowe, or are you guys trying to be a little sneaky about it? you want to... Because there are people, it is in the middle of the day, so there is school is still in session. There are still uh, hundreds, if not thousands, of students and teachers milling about. We should probably um, take the back way in. Okay. Yeah. Hey, does anyone have like a uh, oversized cloak? Uh, you know, just like a little like. Uh, I mean, he is wrapped in a travel cloak, so it is covering most of him. Um, a he's not. That I wore so yeah. it can cover wings. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah. At the very yeah. least, I'd just like to make sure that the uh, crystals aren't kind of poking out. You know? No, there. I mean, it's it, he has a hood up over his head, so the crystals that are on this on his spine are not mm-hmm. present. So it just looks like there's just spikes. So good thinking. Uh, 
you know. And he is still uh, disguised. Uh, Zeph is still disguised as a uh, humanoid, so there are still... thinking, though? Professor McGonagall. You don't have to. Okay. Um, Okay, so you guys, go ahead and roll stealth checks for the group uh, Um, as you guys uh, make your way to the... Hear uh, me out. We're doing this. I could probably... I could cast Pass Without a Trace. <laughs> no thanks necessary? All right. Mm-hmm. Then we will pass with traces. I mean, if you want to, you nah, can. That's fine. The, I just, to the first yeah, better not. Always. Then I think again. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. I don't want to get trapped on my ass. Nah, we'll get to you. Don't worry. Please cast roll. It. Please cast it. Hey, Liz is back. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Will Wheaton. If you're rolling well, it's because we've got Liz now. So we... should I or should I? Nope, you've already should. rolled. You can't You can't cast it. Okay. I'm making the call now. Okay, TBD, did you roll a stealth check? Uh, 14. Thank you. 12. 12. Oh, I have advantage. Fuck, I... F- <laughs> <laughs> she just rolled two now once. Stop. In a row? She just lost her left foot. Oh my gosh, that's a critical. That, that's like a That's double. the anti-god roll. Something happens. That's oh, the devil roll. No. You immediately die. Oh my gosh, she's going to lose her left foot. She's going to start screaming wildly and flailing around. <laughs> Liz, can you roll another die? No, never right now. That's I'm a terrified. new one coming. Uh... Go ahead 14. and roll 14. Oh, oh my god, it You roll a stealth check? Yeah. Yeah, 14. It doesn't even matter. Uh, 18. 18, okay. So, pretty good all around. Um, you are definitely noticed as you guys are going through by individuals. You guys are, you guys are being stealthy enough. You're making yourselves uh, as inconspicuous as possible. Um, there is at one point where... Uh, you are you guys are walking and it seems like Belfire is like mumbling something to Pothole who's like trying to talk and Ohiana spins around to hiss like a quiet and as she does as she turns back around she runs smack dab into a very large individual who kind of like takes a step and says oh pardon me and as he walks past you can anybody with a decent perception sees that he looks at the strangely like hooded and like hunched over Draconian and kind of like side-eyes him as he walks around a corner. Uh, but nothing happens. Um, I think we should kill that one. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, does someone kind of want to like uh, tail back like 30, 60 feet? Yeah, kind of keep an eye on it. Uh, appreciate it. Thank you. So only kill him if I'll get it. Um, okay, so you guys uh, make your way to the office of uh, Azimir Stowe. Uh, the there is a class in session you can see at this point so you guys can make your way to the back of the class and kind of just uh, wait in the back as he is finishing uh, what seems to be a conversation about uh, looks to be a history of um, uh, looks to be artif- uh, the Mecha City and its designs in magic and how it built uh, how, it's, how it's developed over the years to build different ways to contain uh, magic as he is uh, uh, having that conversation with them. So, uh, what is it, Kenneth? You said you were doing. S- I was just gonna hang back. Uh, okay. And just just see if anybody's trailing us or. Okay, make a perception check. All right. Okay. I would like to try and use my vast intelligence to sure. see how much of this I'm intaking, comprehending. Of the lesson. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. sure. Go yeah. and roll intelligence. Kick <laughs> <Can> that one. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah, we're good. We're solid. Ladies, what is wrong? They're getting them out right now. It's fine. Get them out right now. Um, Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. Uh, It's fairly comprehensive. Uh, Some of the stuff that you're not... That's fine. Uh, Some of the stuff you aren't 
fully familiar with, just in the fact that it's not your style of uh, artificer magic. But the pro the process seem process. I don't know why I said it that way. The process the seems process. Uh, the process. stop it, Drew. <laughs> You're influencing my speech. Oh. Um, <laughs> the process seems very. Uh, parallel to what you do. Uh, essentially, Asimir, uh, Professor Stowe is continuing to speak and uh, is explaining how uh, the uh, the chaotic form of magic in its pure, uh, unbridled, as most the colloquially known uh, okay, terms, is difficult to maintain corral uh, to utilize in certain spells or uh, certain um, magical uses, and so uh, leading minds of the uh, Mecca City and the Arcane Authority ha- have developed over the uh, multitude of years various ways to contain uh, such magics through uh, utilizing them oh in. My God. Uh, and he continues to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just he continues to go on, but basically is saying, it basically is showing the various ways that the technology started and where it has come to, uh, and also uh, into the future of what they hope to do. Um, saying stuff about how they're hoping to use it as uh, a way to enhance not only the ato- uh, the automation of Mecha City, but also to expand beyond the borders of the Brasslands to uh, more commerce, to be able to make it to where. Uh, Production itself becomes autonomous uh, to where, you know, people could buy, sell, and trade from the comfort of their homes to where if something is needed or a place, a uh, destination is warranted, uh, that you could reach there without the use of massive airships that require uh, hundreds of man hours and hundreds of, you know, gold coins. Let me guess. Uh, it's called Bitcoin. No, he's just basically <laughs> saying how, like, uh, Arcana... And the marriage of science are continuing to progress, and how the how history can teach you uh, how to move that forward. Uh, here is in really trying to pay attention because she realizes this might be the only college education she gets. <laughs> sure, you know um, what they really need to do to to invigorate this process. Lower it down to like the sixth grade level, you know. I mean, that would make it easier. But I was thinking if there was a, some great universal. Um, environmental threat that forced people to be inside, then they'd be forced to really move this technology um, forward at a faster pace. Maybe. Hey, yo. I mean, necessity's the mother of genius. I mean, take Pothole, for example. He's going to die, so put him in a bathtub. And he is mother of genius. He is literally, yep, Pothole translates to mother of genius in our draconian language, actually. Pothole. No, mate, you're not going to have eggs. Calm down. <laughs> Although you uh, make a good mom, I bet. <laughs> he just oh, puts all of his little sticker pads at the, against the glass. <laughs> <laughs> That's how this all ends, is that Pothole becomes the uh, den mother at a... Uh, don't 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 get ahead of my story, okay, guys. So sorry. Do not get ahead <laughs> oh of my, my story. Foster's so home for imaginary friends. We really need to just be quiet. Hey, if I'm gonna if if the BBEG is a giant Jaeger version of Pothole at the end of this campaign, then gosh no, darn it, I no, am, no, no, can't I'll, get ahead I'll, of me. I'll throw these mics out the window. If Pothole's a bad guy. <laughs> Twelve arch mages all cast in no, large on like Pothole and just anti Pothole. Yes. Mm. 
Bobby speed bump. Gonna be, uh, what, would they, what, do they, what do they call it? Uh, mecha, mecha pothole? Whatever. Yeah. Robotic oh, the Godzilla thing? The, yeah, it's mecha version of pothole. Where no, that movie was going really, really well. The antithesis of pothole wasn't. is speed bump. Yeah. <laughs> Speed bump. Yeah. The, the mech that's turned into a flesh boy. <laughs> it's Pinocchio. Oh, hot hole versus Pinocchio. Not a flesh uh, boy. There are so many visuals of that. I'm a real lizard. That was no, more of a robot. <laughs> this is this is not. <laughs> Nevertheless, after about 30 minutes of uh, this class finally winding down, uh, students asking questions, Professor Stowe answering as best as possible, um, the class is concluded and the room begins to uh, <clears throat> thin out uh, as Professor Stowe is sitting at his desk uh, writing some stuff down on a parchment. Uh, you guys are left to be in the room uh, with them alone uh, as the last of the students file out. Professor Stowe finishes something on a parchment looks up and says, Oh! Good, good, you're back. Well, well, welcome. Come, 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 come. Right, um, yep, uh, hey, mate, uh, is this place kind of, like, semi-secure, you think, maybe? Secure? Yeah, like, someone's not going to come barging into your office in a moment? Ah, uh, well, uh, well, it's, uh, it's possible. Um, they're, you have, they're... like, a secure secret layer where we can meet. Be fantastic, actually. Se- secret layer? Uh... Uh, uh, yes, uh, yes. Actually, I, I, I do have something similar to that. What? We're going what? to his mom's house, aren't we? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> my, my own, my own abode. Uh-huh. Um, it is secure uh, enough. If you need secrecy, is this? It's yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, life got... and limb, or are we? No, yeah, we'll no? kind of in a way. Somebody, maybe, yeah. Limb, maybe. Oh my. Um. All right. Uh, one moment. And they, uh, he reaches into his uh, desk and begins to shuffle around. You hear like a bump of like, oh, goodness. As they're shuffling around, grabbing things, there's like pings and ping, ding, 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 as things are shuffling around. Finally pulls out a small uh, piece of parchment, gets a scribble on it, um, and then sets it down. You see they take this little, uh, looks like blue uh, tube with like this weird kind of greenish liquid that kind of like, almost like a... Uh, level kind of like greenish liquid in there and sets it on there and kind of rolls it back and forth a couple times and picks it up and hands it to you. Uh, the address to uh, my house. It will uh, disappear after you read it. Hands it to you. I said I just open it right then and there. Okay. It has an address on it. Does it disappear? Hey, you're, are you still looking at it? Yeah. It's not going away yet. Don't break eye contact. Remember what it says. Oh, uh, hey, uh, yeah, what if you I, just told us what it, it says? Can I do something to remember it? Uh, yeah, what are you going to do? Say it out loud. Um, a little mnemonic device. Oh my device. god, Kenneth can't read. Is there a mnemonic device Just a bunch of squiggly letters, ass letters, lines. Numbers, letters, letters. Alright. Yes, that's what I'll do. Okay. Numbers, numbers, letters, letters. Uh, after you finish that, and after you finish your mnemonic device, uh, the first time you glance away and glance back, it is gone. Oh. Hey, can we get another one of these? <laughs> can we get one for the road? Professor Stowe takes it, rolls the thing across it again, picks it back up, and hands it to somebody other than you. Thank you, I appreciate it. I want to check uh, it and make sure it's legit. Yeah, Does it match it. the one that he gave me? We won't know. Yeah, I'll open it. I'd like to try and uh, remember it. Okay. 20, unnaturally, to remember the damn address. <laughs> on an invest, on an intelligence check? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't even get a roll of that. Two. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you, can listen. Can you take a lap around the yeah, complex yeah, you, or something? Yeah, you guys need to 
Take two laps and think oh about it. Oh my god. <laughs> you can't even put the dice in the dice jail. Wow. Okay. You in the dice jail. Okay. Um, all right. So, uh, <laughs> Professor Stowe uh, hands, finishes handing it to you uh, and says, uh, Sundown, my, my abode. Right on. Uh, we'll, bring, we'll, we'll bring dinner. I think we could probably take care of that. You know. Oh, not necessarily. Uh, if you need something to eat, I can provide that for you as yep. well. We'll bring like a half a person. <laughs> humor. Yes. Uh, Funny. Yes. Yep, that's, I meant that as humor. Right, Tiff? That is right. humorous. Yeah. Uh, Good joke. Wait, I right. thought you were incapable of sarcasm. Isn't that, that kind of like joking? Me? I'm, I'm incapable of sarcasm, not him. I can be. I, I think it's an ugly color on me, but I can be it if I'd like to. Oh, uh, hey, I did have I a question, Asmir. Uh, maybe yes. this might be a better question for Ink. I don't know. Yeah, everyone turns around as the door is knocked on. Uh, come in. And you see the door yeah. opens, and there's a younger, looks to be like student, wearing the, the brown robes of uh, the university's. Uh, Professor Stu? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, someone is here to see you, sir. Uh, yes, let them, let them come in. And they nod and step back. Uh, and as they step back, their thin form kind of steps back from the doorframe. And filling the doorframe is this massive uh, black and gray form of uh, Aramir as oh. they step into the... Uh, You're black and gray? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, as they step into the uh, room. Um, I had no idea. And makes eye contact with all of you. Hello. Oh, hey, mate. Uh, welcome back. Are we, uh, hey, you know what this means? This means the danger's right around the corner. Anytime uh, Aroma comes around, we usually get to uh, sing something. I'll put my cool necklace back away. <laughs> That's right. Which uh, one? The one with the lion's tooth on it? You shut your oh. mouth. <laughs> uh... Uh, seeing seeing Oromir step in, Professor Stowe's like, Ah, yes, Oromir, uh, you are here to collect something for um, your mistress. Uh, one moment. Uh, reaches into uh, the desk again, shuffles around for another second, and pulls out what looks to be a small, kind of thin uh, wooden box and sets it down in front of him. Uh, she will know what to do with that. I pocket it. Okay, so you pocket the... Uh, pocket the box. So... Uh, that ends your errand, so you are you are free and clear at this point. But uh, the professors, uh, back to what you were saying, my dear. Yeah, we met some uh, old fellers out there in the rest. Uh, I don't know, a couple, a couple weeks ago, something like that. Is there a Jetta Mabre that goes to school here? Or that'd be a better question for Ink. I don't know, man. Jetta Marbre? Yeah, she. he said that she was real powerful at conjuring. Not sure if uh, she's still living or not, but if we came across her, tell her we said hello. I don't have any knowledge of it, Jetta Marbre. There's many, many students that come through uh, these classes, and so I don't remember all their names. Fair enough. So sorry. Ink? Would he know? Yes, I know Ink. No, 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 but would Ink know? Oh, He'd be this, able to get his uh, Yes, Ink. Uh, uh, I assume so. He does have the records to everything. All here. right. All right, I'll check with Ink. All right. Well, do we need anything else? I do. Gang up. That's not from your side. <laughs> mm. no, no, I'm you aware. Oromer. Mm. 
Would you like to join us? For what? Well, we're trying to figure a bunch of stuff out. Rootootin' good time. He's very vague. Yep. Any more information? Keep it secret, mm. keep it safe, you know? Well, can we trust you? Yes. That's good. Inside check. <laughs> Are you going to make an inside check? You know, I'm probably going to do it poorly. Inside in. Oh, that's much better. That's a 27. Oh. 27. Or, I'm sorry, 26. My bad. 26. Yes. Are you being truthful? Sure. All right. Yeah, All right. Same I as would never tell anyone. <laughs> well, I can't remember. Were you there when we killed the rats with the... the oh, yes. Yeah. So, we've just found... I guess I've turned back into myself at this point. Yeah, sure, if you want to. To an old lady. <laughs> we, we just found I think you're still in a conversation with an old lady. lady. Well, I guess, you know, it is, just, it is just his visual appearance that changes. It's mm-hmm. just an image. So he's just really good at doing voices also. But yeah, he's decided to go like this. Um, it's just terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we... I found another draconian. It's our friend, Bale. Um, and he seems to be infected by those crystals as well. And we're trying to figure out what's going on there. You should just take him out? Not, like, kill him, but, like, take out the crystals? We've tried. Would you like to try? We've tried. Okay. Okay. Also, his mental state seems to be rather precarious at the moment, Mm. and we wouldn't want removal of the crystals to possibly tip that in an unfavorable direction. Yeah, because things catch fire really violently when he loses his temper. I see. Okay. Sure. Sound like fun? Mm. I don't know if it's fun, but it is. Come on, Wildcat, let's go. Okay. <laughs> rare, rare. Are we just rare, don't like that. Rare, rare. <laughs> is this where the civil war happens? This is the civil. Yeah. This is the civil war. Yeah. This is the moment you don't realize. This is the moment where you turned Will's character into the BBEG. <laughs> you were the psychic of the BBEG last time. Get over it. I almost I had a choice. Yeah, it's true. Um, okay, so. Uh, you guys have a few hours before sundown to do whatever it is you would like or need to do uh, before you meet uh, Professor Stowe at his house. Visit Inc. That's okay. what I want to do. All right. Is anyone else? Uh, Which one's Inc? It's the little librarian guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I mean, I still have this box that I need to give. It's, it's not urgent. Oh, it's okay. just something to pick up, so... Yeah. Being, being the uh, being the personal assigned bodyguard of Gail One Tolliver means that sometimes she just sends you on stuff so you can leave her alone because she's like, I don't need protection. You're like, I am hired to protect you. I don't know what yeah, you need. Yeah, it's just uh, Yeah, that's all I do. And she's like, just go get this for me. He's okay. All right. <laughs> and don't come back for presence, several hours. Like all sometimes right. annoys her. Yeah, that's like yeah. what I'm envisioning. It's like his presence alone is just kind of this irritating is, this sometimes. Big lion that's just yeah. There. Well, the 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 premise is that <laughs> she she has a bodyguard because yeah. she she is a woman and needs protection, and so she's like, I don't. But her 
superiors are like, yes, you do, which is why he's been hired to do it, because he's proven to be a very good person to protect people just by standing there. <laughs> when you're an eight foot, seven foot? Something like that. Yeah, with seven, a big mall. Seven foot Leonin <laughs> with a giant mane. Yeah, you are pretty... Uh, so you're heading to the records mm -hmm. hall to try to speak to Ink, the mm -hmm. uh, librarian. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um... Cool. So you guys get to uh, the records room. It, there's not a lot of people uh, here at this time. There seems to be maybe about half a dozen individuals kind of milling throughout the constant buzzing sound of the drones as they mill in throughout all of the halls, pulling the records and replacing records um, kind of fills the air. But you guys can make your way to the round desk in the center of the room where the tiny gray goblin ink is sitting there uh, flipping through some tomes, uh, looks up and... Oh, hello! Welcome, welcome back. Yes, I've seen you all before. Yes, sure pushes enough, little laugh, glasses up. Uh, we're uh, we're the group yet to be named. You know. Oh yes, you haven't called yourselves an official name yet. Mm -hmm. I can't put it down into the records until you do. Yeah, that's the thing. Ink. Like, so when you see all of us walking towards you, what do you think? Like, oh, there's the group with no name, or like, what comes to your mind? Like, oh, there's the there's the block. There's the really good fighters, uh, the Justice guys. There's the advocates of peace and freedom in the galaxy. The pretty decent crew. I mean, you definitely strike me as a group of unprofessional mercenaries, but other than that, you seem to do a pretty good job. So. Unprofessionaries. I'm pretty sure I advocated for the unprofessionals a long time ago and it got shut down. Shit yeah. down. Shut yeah. down. It did. It got shut, shut down, down, and everyone shut, down. shut on it as it was going down. It's not a terrible name. We aimed at it with our poopers and then shut it down. <laughs> yep. So, you know. <laughs> but that's just my opinion from a totally unbiased third party. But you're probably not here to ask about names. You're probably here for information. Because that is what you do in the records hall. Yes. I mean, I did come here exactly for names. Excellent. Uh, could you maybe look up... Uh, Jetta Mabray. I believe she was a student here at one point. I don't know if she still is or not, or even if she's still living, but... Do you have any more information on this Mabray? She, uh, came from the Rust. That should be helpful. Uh, a relative's <laughs> name is Benedict. No, next of kin, yes. Mm -hmm. We sometimes have that in our records as well. Mm -hmm. Perhaps that will help narrow down the search. Uh, Anything else? She's very powerful and good conjuring. That's all I got. Not sure if that was added to official records, but I'll add it just in case. Good uh, at conjuring. At this point, they set up and they pick up a little uh, a little tube by their desk and bing, hit it. At that point, you see and one of the drones lands next to him. Uh, and he's, oh, yes, 22-4. Um, would you mind looking in the student records and citizen records for a Jetta Marbre? Uh, a good... Conjurer, uh, next of kin, Benedict Marbury. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, hurry up. From no. the rust. Oh, yes, from from the rust. Uh, yes, be off now. Uh, as the drone and putters off into the records hall. Um, while that's going on, is anyone else doing anything? Have any questions? Want to. <laughs> want to cover the. Uh, the lens, so Matt can't see anything. No, step step one was to mute the microphone. Oh no! <laughs> you muted the microphone. Yep. And then oh, he's not entertaining. He is just stop it. 
Sorry, Matt. You there? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Will's being a jerk, Matt. I'm sorry. Bull. <laughs> when? Just now. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was. It was just then, yeah. I just saw a finger go over the camera. <laughs> <laughs> your face was very evident. Chill, you just, your eyes narrowed ever so slightly, and you were like, something's not right. Um, okay, so while that drone is looking for the that information, I'm going to roll for that. Uh, anyone else seeking information? I mean, we did all the draconian ordinance information seeking the last time when he let us go to the special place. Yeah, we should look for crystal information. Oh, uh, you mean like, uh, so do we have a working knowledge of the, uh, yeah, everyone knows about the guard scar, right? That's kind of like common knowledge. Yeah. More or less just that it happened. Yes, there is, there is, uh, research, there is hypothesis, and there is the oral histories of the God's Scar. We have all of those records here if you're looking for something specific. I think, I think research would probably be what we would want. Uh, you know. Do you have anything on the, um... Magic crystals that make uh, biological beings worse. Yeah, so like research or like uh, theoretical stuff would be great. A hypothesis would be great. Just anything like pertaining to crystalline formations in we regards ran to into some giant rodents that had been um, besought with yep. purple crystals. From Fascinating. They were actually a lot of fun to fight. Uh, didn't even bother to try and eat them because uh, it gross. Uh, yeah. yeah. Didn't really want to chip a yeah. tooth. Some really? purple don't taste very good. It doesn't. Uh, found that out. Uh, That's all physical contamination of yeah. your food when you get like purple crystals in it. Yeah, uh, out of curiosity, do these crystals have anything to do with your Gatskar research, or are they simply a coincidence? I think at this point, uh, somewhat coincidental. I see. Uh, well, we do have information on. Uh, Biological enhancements in magic and in science. Uh, crystals could be a part of that. But uh, the Godscar, in I don't know if there's a cross-reference between the two. I could certainly take a look. Find out, yeah. yeah. Certainly. Uh, uh, B-422. Another one lands. Uh, and begins to, he begins to describe... Begins to describe his uh, the What's information to it. Uh, his, uh, <laughs> it. It was supposed to be the future of this nation, right? And then yeah. it, I'm actually pissed off about it. <laughs> I'm pissed that we don't have it a robotic maid. Yeah. We should have We should have robotic maids, and we don't. Um, but that that one takes off and goes to look for the information mm-hmm. as well. Hello, the Roombas are listening. Yeah. Uh, he side-eyed you when he said robotic maids as if he was looking for something that usually just cleans things up. He knows better. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I was just trying, trying to, yeah. shut I was up trying to start Hi, Mr. Yeah. J. Is that how you like her to talk to you? When we're no. Hey, Mr. No. K. No. no. Yeah. Well, trust me I by do, my proper name. I do not want her to call me Mr. J at all because <laughs> that's a joker and I'm not oh. not here for yeah, that relationship. Actually, fun it. fact. My manager at Home Depot used to be, his first name was Jay, and he insisted we call him Jay. And so I always called him Mr. Jay as a mm-hmm. part of the thing. I was like, Mr. Jay! And he never caught on to it because he's a grown ass man with a life. Uh, but that I so had I had the privilege Blame. of calling him the Joker every time I talked to him. So. Oh my gosh, you could have called him Triple J, gone J, Jonah Jameson. Get your giggles where you can. I I try as best I can. I do it to uh, my boss at my current job because his name is Ryan Stark. So I call him Mr. Stark every once in a while. (sighs) 
That and Ryan, if you're listening to this, nice. you are one of the few reasons we still work at Burger Brown. That is 100 true. You are good on you, man. But it's just because of your name. It's only because of your name. <laughs> it's nothing to do with your work ethic or your willingness to. Also, go to fantasy fact about uh, Ryan Stark is that when they page him over the intercom, uh, the first part of his name gets cut off. So when people say Ryan Stark, please call extension so and so, I hear N Stark, but my mind fills it in as Ned Stark. So I hear Ooh. Ned Stark, please call extension two one four, and I'm always like Ned Stark. Why are so we doing such so many, work? If we there's so many crossovers, uh, King of the North, the, and everything like that. The mind um, of a professional geek, everybody. right? Just that's how I that's how I roll sometimes. Imagine if we could bottle this energy and power cars with it. That would be the great. Jetsons. We're back around to the beginning, and we're right, back around to go. the Jetsons. All right. Speaking of Jetsons, <laughs> what was I doing? All right. You were so, sending one of those things off to read. The first roll. Yeah. Uh, for you comes back uh, and does have information regarding a one Jetta Marbre. Okay. Uh, she was resided at the school uh, about two and a half years ago. Uh, graduated from the school after two years of study uh, and was immediately accepted into a uh, advanced learning program run by the um, the Arcane Authority. Okay. So you have that information for you now. Uh, so that is the last that they have uh, on record of her at the school. Um, public records are also very similar. Uh, Jenna Marbury, born in the rest to uh, a Meredith and Wayne uh, Marbury, brother Benedict Marbury, uh, attended school and then was uh, sent to the Arcane uh, Authority for an advanced learning program. Okay. So... Uh, uh, do I know if the Arcane Authority is like housed within the city? Yes, like, you've seen it. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It is across. It is directly across from the from Union Square, which you guys have been in. But the Arcane Authority is right next to it, or right across from it. Uh, the Arcane Authority is the uh, headquarters of a particular group of people that you guys don't like, hmm. colloquially known as trappers. Oh, All the D-bags. Yes, so... Uh, she's a freaking... She's... Was she accepted to be a trapper? Trapper. Trapper. That's she the was said. the trapping queen. Um, yes, so you guys... They're known as trappers amongst everybody else. They are, they are technically... Uh, arcane authorities is what they're supposed to be known as, belonging to the arcane authority. But uh, everyone calls them trappers. So Fun police. Um... But this says nothing about their... What's interesting is that nothing in here says what the program is or, like, what they do now, but it was just accepted into an advanced uh, learning, like, program. All right. But that is all that they have on uh, this individual. Okay. So, uh, with your research, you are looking for anything that crosses between the... Research on the Godscar and crystal mutilations. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what you get is uh, a handful of things: two scrolls and a tome. Uh, these all seem to be the two scrolls seem to be field research notes that were copied onto a scroll. So it looks to be like uh, basically like block paragraphs of like different notes that were written down, uh, and they are all dated and noted by who wrote them and who was uh, researching them. But basically, it's a laundry list of articles, essentially, of people who have attempted research or exploration into the Godscar. Um, And what you find more often than not is that they say that not only is the... uh, 
not only is the geographical landscape uh, preceding the Gotskar itself uh, changed over time, but they also note that uh, the biology around and near the Gotskar has also been affected. So essentially, uh, the Gotskar itself, the borders of the where it truly starts are impassable or have been for many years according to pretty much everybody who's ever gone there uh nobody goes into it anybody who has gone in and there are a few expeditions that have gone in uh there have been i mean kingdoms have sent uh legions of soldiers in there to try to figure out what's going on uh nothing has ever come back out um but the lands just on the outside of the Godscar are not inhabitable, but they are passable. And so, is it like uh, a three mile island situation, like a Chernobyl kind of thing? Basically, yeah. Okay. So the center, the the Godskar itself, nobody goes into. It is a it is a wasteland that is perpetually covered in either like a darkness or like a kind of like a black kind of fog that kind of just reaches the sides. Um, if anybody has seen the Netflix show Shadow and Bone, it's kind of the vibe you're going for. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's kind of the, the the fold. Yeah, uh, that's kind of the it's kind of the vibe you got there. Not not as impenetrable as that, but that same feeling of like it just stops. Um, <clears throat> however, the edges of it spreading out, uh, probably a half mile or so around the edges of the Godscar, the land itself, it seems, according to the research, has slowly gotten worse as time has progressed. Uh, the topography and the the life like the creatures have all shown signs of it says uh, degradation, mutilation, transmutation. Uh, because of what they assume is whatever is inside of the Godscar itself. Um, <clears throat> but that is the only information that you have on uh, crystal mutilation because it does say that there are is like there's like geographically there's like stones that turn it the like the stones turn black or they've seen like trees get these weird kind of like colorations, almost almost like this oily uh, kind of like uh, iridescence. iridescence to them. Um, creatures slowly begin to morph and deform uh, into other very similar looking creatures, but with just appendages and uh, body forms that don't look natural. Um, not painful and not deadly, but different. So whatever it is, it's definitely being it's definitely having an effect on the local uh, fauna. Is there anything about purple in there? There are many different coloration indicate uh, specifically purple crystalline. There is nothing in there that says purple crystals pop up everywhere. God dang! Um, <laughs> it is not a, if it is a if it is a naturally occurring thing. It has never been discovered. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so that is your information based on those Crawford references. If you want to get more into the theories or the history of God's car, you can definitely ask for that. Or if you want to get more into specifically uh, magical mutation, specifically crystals, you can definitely do that too. Or if that's enough information for you guys, you can simply move on. So, I don't know, I'm thinking that this isn't just an effect of the God's car, but someone's trying to manipulate magics, maybe. No, I agree with that 100%. Has there mm, ever yes. has there ever been or is there a record of anyone who specifically delved into the realm of magical experimentation with crystals of any sort of utilizing them to control other beings? Which is no, yes, no, no, there, there, are, 
There are many individuals who have utilized several catalysts for enhancing their magics. Mm -hmm. Most of them um, no longer stay in this area or haven't been here for many, many years, given that their experimentations are a bit chaotic for the minds of the city. Um, Mm -hmm. Most of those people, if any of them do still exist, probably reside in either the Emerald Isles, where that is magic is much more uh, researched and encouraged, or they live in Udall, where there is less of a embargo, as it were, on this stuff. Is there specific research on a particular person of recent past who perhaps used um, uh, embedding crystals in other beings in order, in means of control? The only individual that I would be aware of is your old thing. I don't know what that first one was. Okay, that's better. Um, <clears throat> he thinks, thinks for a second, goes, the only person that I would be aware of who in recent history was tasked with Utilizing magic in any way, I'm not sure about the crystal part, was, uh... Well... Kind of looks around for a second. It was the... It was the last scientist they ha- that the Union hired to do experimentation. Don't say and it. Who was don't that? say it. Don't say it. Don't uh, say it. His, he was known as Emeraldi. Son of a bitch. But that was many years ago, and Emeraldi has not been seen nor heard since the fall of Vic Ferran. I believe members of your party know a thing or two about it, I would yes. assume, unless yes, unless you don't. I mean, do you, you know, we might have a little bit of pissing knowledge about it. Yeah. But it's not for me to divulge. I'm speechless. Yeah, I'm not going to divulge it here. No, no, spilling all of the things. Your information is yours to distribute. I was just merely providing what I know. But ever since the failure, supposed failure of Emerald's experiences and experiments in Vicfaron, the Union has since uh, privatized their experimentations to uh, select few individuals, and even those are kept under lock and key. Wow! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I hit myself on my desk <laughs> Right, so uh, I'm going to uh, grab Zeph and do a real quick 180 mm-hmm. And uh, alright, so uh, Should we maybe ask Balefire when the last time he saw Emerald he was? Yeah, I think so Because I mean, you know, the last time we saw him was when we uh, did that thing Where we kind of let everyone down and everybody died But turns out, I mean, Balefire's still alive At least one of us is still here yeah, maybe he saw him after. You know, be worth it to look into. Yeah, Belfire, come over here. Uh, <laughs> uh, Belfire kind of walks over after he's been sitting on a bench this whole time. Kind of gets up and walks over. Which, which up? Hey, uh, do you have any recollection of the last like uh, few years of your life? Weird question, but it's a pertinent one. Uh, I. I mean, a, a few. I mean, I was a little bit. I. What, what do you know? 
Well, that's the thing. All we know is that we uh, royally screwed up, which is something that we don't really do. And it was, uh, suppo- according to the union, it was all our fault. So we kind of, we had been put on shit work uh, after that happened. And recently, about a few weeks ago, we were kind of given free reign to pursue a couple other things, which has led us to uh, this party that you see. So I don't know if what? you had any information on like uh, the mistake what? we made. What happened? I don't, I don't know. I suppose asking you. We failed to save the rest of, you know, us, along with Emeraldi. Yeah, went, went down uh, swinging, allegedly. A lot of people died. I don't know. Do you not remember? Nothing. I mean, we kind of just remember what we were told, which is, you know, I don't know. So you, you woke up and you don't remember what happened before that? Right. Yeah, more or less. It's kind of just like a big old grayscape. How long ago was that? I don't know. Betty. The trappers, they're here. They're coming to us. Put away your crystals. They're coming. <laughs> Emerald, you're... <laughs> he explodes out. in a nuclear... Oh, just mate, go. you're going to need a new travel cloak. <laughs> um, uh, how long ago... Do you... Was... It's the earliest memory, you being told what happened. How long was that to go? Wasn't it about Weeks, a year months, ago? Weeks, months, years? Wasn't it about a year ago? Yeah. I'm asking out of character. character. Um, you guys never like specified. Ago. I would say it's probably been about six years. Yeah, it's been six, six years. years. Since okay. you blew up in the God's car. Yep. Fair to save your uh, friends, and now you're in shame. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the actual lyrics of the song. That's uh, 100%. Yeah, that's 100% what it is. Um, yeah, so it's about six years ago. Um... But before, before that happened, you don't... No. I mean, we remember everything that we were taught as far as our abilities and things that we can do and capable of. But when it They're comes to... back. Yeah, you know, little by little. Uh, but as far as like, oh, remember that time that we did that thing? Most of those things are kind of a blur. I need a drink. All right. Wrong. Let's get you one. Yep. Right. Are you guys ready to go? No, no. I need a drink with you two. Why, hey, you guys ready to stay? Because we've we're gonna go do I mean, blizzard can we stuff. We kind of be like nearby-ish. That's I mean, fine. Yeah. I won't eavesdrop or nothing. Just I kind of just like give her a real quick wave and send her a message. Spell. I'm like, yeah, maybe tell us. Come on. And he turns out of the room and starts walking away. Yeah. Um. So the rest of you finish up your research and you all. Uh, I will. Hey, only we can uh, say tail. So you guys, you what? all begin to, you all leave the university kind of splitting ways, essentially, and Balefire leading the two of you uh, off into the Tin District uh, to find a drink. Uh, the rest of you, are you guys following at a distance, I assume? Or are you, okay, everyone's following at a distance? Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. Um, Not to be, you had to dismount. <laughs> to be, you stay here. The rest of you go with. Um, okay, so you guys uh, go around, for, go walking for a little bit. Balefire just keeping his head down and not saying uh, anything. Um, yeah, and you guys arrive at uh, what uh, looks like a place known as the uh, the Leather Griffin, which is, looks like a small pub just off uh, in the Tin District. Uh, and that sign is just the Leather Griffin. Yep, hundred percent. That's. Um, 
but you guys can get in there. It's a small tavern, not a lot of people there, uh, but very, uh, it seems very relaxed. There is the immediately hit with the smell of uh, warm tobacco that has been burning pretty much all day, um, and the uh, mixed with just kind of the warm wood smell uh, of a, you know, a well-run tavern. Uh, not great by any means, but got a good probably got a good staff comfy homie tavern tavern. Uh, but there's there's maybe two other individuals here one of them looks to be well into probably their fourth cup of ale uh, and the other one is sitting up at the bar having a a, a friendly conversation with one of the barmaids Uh, but Balefire takes you guys into there and off into a corner booth and sets down um, and orders and waves his hand and some tankards are brought to you guys some basic ale is brought to you guys so you guys can have that the rest of you what are you guys gonna do while they walk into that tavern. Stealthily tail at a distance. Is Will Moon going to stealthily tail as a seven-foot-tall lion? Perhaps sit at another table. In the bar? Mm-hmm. Maybe a distant one in the shadows? Yeah, maybe we kind of let Bale find out. Like, hey, uh, our friends are going to be here, too. Uh, we kind of just like to stay loosely together in case things pop off. But, uh, you know, it's no big deal. They're not listening. Hey, you guys listening? No response. See? Not listening. Right. Make a persuasion check for me. Oh boy. Are you sure you don't want Zeph to do that? Because that's going to be an eight. That's not even a double digit. Sorry, Liz. What'd you roll? Eight. Eight. The Ocho. Uh, Zeph, do you want to... Do you want to assist yeah. in this moment to make him feel at ease? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mate, don't worry about it. These are really trustworthy pinkies. Okay. Go and roll a persuasion check for me. That's awesome. Fifteen? Fifteen. Yes. Better. Yeah, much better. Combined is twenty-three. <coughs> That's how that works. Balefire That's kind of exactly nods. How that works. <laughs> As the rest of you sit down, Balefire nods and... <clears throat> I hate you so much. Listen. You didn't fail. At Vic Ferron, it wasn't a failure. Well, then what was it? I mean, you know, we've been led to believe that it was like a catastrophic failure. You were led to believe what the Union classifies as a catastrophic failure because they were the ones that lucked out on what happened. What do you mean? What happened? You know what Emeraldi does. He creates experiments. He takes our kind and enhances us, makes us better than before. Too right. Bingo. More than meets the eye with these guys. Uh, he was, uh... Well, he was under contract by the Union to make us... to design a soldier better than a hundred regular soldiers. Massive success. Bingo. Uh, yep. You might say. Seasonally, we're really effective... Kind of like wintery soldiers, almost. It's not. The thing is, Zeph is not success, though. 
for every one of us that came out of those mines. There's probably a dozen or so that buried down there. Well, we were never really informed about that. that. That'd kind of be nice to know. You don't remember? I mean, I think it's it's safe to say if you're going to say you don't remember, we definitely don't. Casual, they were like casualties of the experimental process. Yeah. You remember the the lizards of the draconians who came in and Emeraldi would try a new experiment. He would try to do something to them and. They didn't take whatever the... Whatever the implants were, sometimes the rooms just don't set. And as he's telling this to you guys, the flashback that you had after the uh, rodent incursion uh, near Copper Cove comes back to you of seeing those mutilated rodent bodies and thinking of how they reminded you of other forms that you had seen before but you couldn't quite place. That actually makes a lot of sense now that you put it that way. But he was successful. Repeatedly. I mean, we're a product of that. And because we were successful, the Union demanded its dues. They wanted their super soldiers. And uh, it was at that point, for whatever reason, Emeralds got soft. Decided that we were more of a family than a product. I mean, I kind of liked it. The Union didn't. So they sent a contingency to reclaim what was theirs and shut them around you down. And that's when the fights broke out. Emeraldi purged the minds of most of his research, collapsed what he could, and escaped, sending most of us as far as he could. Do you know where he's at now? Emeraldi escaped. The last I saw of him, he was teleporting most of us left and right while fending off trappers. So we're not the ones who failed. The only survivors were the only ones who got caught. That's my assumption. Wherever he transported you to must have been... Magic is an iffy thing. Sometimes it doesn't land you right where it wants you. Sometimes it sends you spiraling into the ends of the earth, and wherever that was, must have been right into the hands of Union. You know, that makes sense, because uh, there's you, and then, uh, <clears throat> I can't remember, because I don't have my notes in front of me. Uh, there's another one of us that was mentioned, uh, Cirrus. Cirrus. Uh, someone mentioned Cirrus recently that he might be doing something, but I can't remember exactly what it was. That makes sense. I haven't spoken to any of the other ones since this all went down, but I could have sworn I saw Emeraldi sending us to and fro and getting out of there right at the last minute, but I couldn't be sure. He was wounded in the fight. One of the trappers got a pretty damn good lightning bolt across his chest, burned him up pretty bad. But he's got a nice scar, though. I mean, we've all got good ones. He's probably the best, so... If he's still alive. Gee, that's actually a fair point. I think he must be. I mean, you can't really keep a good guy down, and the more I think about it, the more I'm like, that guy's damn near, like, invincible. Emeraldi was pretty freaking good. Aside from the whole, like, you know, killing, you know, lizards thing. And these creatures that are being distorted, it sounds just like him. 
But it doesn't make sense, though. Emeraldi wouldn't wouldn't do that to. We wouldn't do that to any other creature. He believed that draconians were the only ones capable of taking the mutations. And he was right. Anything else he tried died. Bingo. Uh, wait, you mean to say there's like a copycat out here trying to bastardize his work? All I'm saying is that his research was destroyed to the extent that you can when you're breaking and running. So if someone were able to dig down there and find any semblance of what he was working on... Right. You they, said the Union was the only one who benefited from this. Well, the Union was the one that contracted him. I'm assuming that's why the Union's kept you alive for so long. You're the only remnant of the research that he has left. That and me. Hey, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on here. It sounds like we should probably make a little field trip to Victoron. I say we should. You know, I mean, we'd be able... At the very least, we'd be able to know if it's Emerildi or not, because if it feels like someone else has, you know, kind of made it through or sussed things out, it help us... We've f- really got no other... I mean, yeah... Leads. Yeah, unless we kind of, like, catch the next one in the act, like, oh, boom, the caught you, you're putting crystals on people. But right. uh, that's kind of a long shot. Yeah, it doesn't sound likely, though, yeah. Hey, do you know where, where you got your crystals? Margaret and Planted. By who? Emerildi. That's how I got my fire. The crystals. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's what he... You... On some of us it's more obvious, but on the other ones, all of our powers are inherent or learned, but it's all enhanced. It's all uh, conducted through the crystals. Uh, Emerildi found them and found that they were the most effective use of our magics that we use. And... Your crystals are malfunctioning. Have Malf- you malfunctioned? Hell if I know. I assume it's probably the crystals. I'm, I didn't go insane before all this, but... So the crystals haven't always made, like, the black goo come out? No. That's no. No, they used to... They used to glow with an internal fire. When did this start happening? Hell... It's probably about six months ago. I was running away from another town, driving me out. The, the powers are starting to get out of control. I couldn't contain the fires, and I'd start to light things up. And I, uh, so I ran into a field to try to escape the locals and farmers. Big old field full of fog. And I walked for days to try to get out of it. It seemed like anywhere, everywhere I went, the fields followed me. I couldn't get out of them. And I was uh, walking through. It was probably day 10, day 12. I, I can't remember. I was attacked by something. A creature in there. It was... It was mutated. It had uh, where it was supposed to have horns. It had the damn like stone, just like jagged claws. And uh, I tried to, yeah, I tried to burn it. It's what I do. I burn things, but for some reason, my magic stopped working. Well, it's a little bit concerning. It was like the the creature was suppressing whatever I was trying to do. And then 
it hit me pretty good on the side here and that was when that was when everything started to fall apart. I started to see things, started to hear things. It ran off after that, like I said, couldn't find me in the fog. That was when I that was when I started losing it. Now I've been on the run ever since and you know, found myself here in Mecca City hoping to find a doctor or you know, one of those, a smart mage or something. And uh well, it was unsuccessful few weeks and I went to find myself some some drink and some company and that was when uh, the voices came back and I, I thought someone was trying to someone was trying to kill me but it was just a just the innkeeper trying to ask if I was alright. He put his hand on my shoulder. He really blew up inside of that brothel, mate. I've never done that before. Whatever this is, whatever this curse or uh, this defect is, it's mutating my powers. It's making them unstable. It's making them... It's not fire anymore. It's just It's just energy. The last... When I, when I exploded the last time, it was... It was not flame, it was just pure energy that invented a heat that I couldn't even, even I was scared of it. Uh, all right, well, I'd say uh, let's not do that right now or anytime soon. So let's maybe just keep you in a kind of like a... A uh, calm state, that'd be good, I think. Uh, calm, angry, it just... Whenever it, whenever it comes, it comes. I can't stop it, but... It's, it's been quiet for a while, so I think I'm okay, but... I think our best chance is to find Emeraldi. Yeah. He would be able to fix you if anyone could... Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think he's probably the only one that would know. Uh, I mean, we're going to go see Esme tonight. Maybe he's got a little something that could help uh, your premature immolation. But, uh, nice one. Um, but we could also... It's one of those drones. Yes. <laughs> the Moon Sisters down. Oh, we could give him one of those, yeah. And see if he could ask it. Watch your moon, sister stone. I mean, you can't only use one of those when you're in like a, a tight bind, and he's yeah, maybe next time he's about to when immolate. You're in a tight bind. He's burning up from the inside. Yeah, that's fair. And I'll just like take the one that's in the uh, hilt of uh, my uh, revolver, and I'll kind of just be like, hey, uh, if you feel like you're about to lose control, maybe just give this a little squeeze. Or eat it, actually. I mean, you could probably bite it. But you ask it to help you. Right. Only those of pure heart can access the Moon Sisters crystals. That's not true. We can do it. Listen, yeah, sure. actually, our friend can do it, and she is not pure heart. It's like all. a one-size-fits-all magic. Yeah. Listen, fellas. I understand that, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're going to figure this out, and... Mm. Yeah, hell, we might find Emeraldi or you know whatever you whatever your dreams and aspirations are, but I've been doing this long enough. It's almost it's almost seven years now since we all got scattered. When you live on your own this long you start to realise that sometimes 
the world ain't out to provide you with any assistance. It's just gonna kick in the teeth and leave you to die. Yep, uh, that's why you kind of got to find friends. I mean, yeah, if you remember uh, before, I mean, from what you can remember, like, I, we all work together. And I do appreciate you being friends, hell, even even my brothers. Which is why I have to ask you. If we can't find Emeraldi, and we can't fix me, do not let them take me. The Union would like nothing less than to take my corpse and figure out what the hell makes me tick. So if we can't fix me, you have to make sure I'm not recoverable. I'll disintegrate you, mate. Yeah, I mean, you want like a Viper funeral. We could do that. Whatever it takes. Just blast you to shreds. Yeah. We've actually got a kid that could have you pretty easily. It will be our honour. I appreciate it. Yeah, like a serpentine seppuku almost. Same, same, same. That is a great band name. And make sure, promise me, don't trust the Union. (laughs) The only reason they've kept you around this long is because they feel they could use you or learn something from you. I have no trouble believing that wholeheartedly. Yeah, I mean, the more I talk to you, the more I'm like, great, I'm glad we got the Lion Man back. That's literally a Union rip. That's probably not good. He, he seems fine. He okay, right. he, he looks like he he looks more mercenary than Union. They gotta have a dress coat, and whatnot. Yeah, we'll test him. Like we'll see. We'll see what he's got. I appreciate it. And I, I wish I had your optimism, but you lived as long as I have. You, you start to think that sometimes death is preferable. No, I have a question. Do we think maybe it would be best to find some kind of safe house, a secure location where he can rest peacefully while we search for Emeraldi? Yeah, this would be like a great moment if we had some sort of like hideout or something, like a, a safe place. Because, I mean, we're not going to put him on uh, the airship. You know That's who would keep only... him from the Union? I don't know. I'm waiting for you to finish your, oh. your thought. Sorry. Well, our most wonderful benefactor happens to hate the Union and be a target of the Union. It's actually not a bad idea. Who's your benefactor? Nas Tolliver. Don't think I know anybody from House Tolliver. Well, we do. We've got quite a few friends on House Tolliver. We've actually done a lot of jobs for them. A few things helped them out here and there. Now, do you trust this benefactor? I trust it to keep you away from the Union. Most fair. Anything that benefits the Union, she would naturally want to... Yeah, she's kind of what you would call like a Union buster. Right. All right, then. If that's anything that's best, I'm all for it. We'll reach out to her. Uh, we won't like bring you to her doorstep and kind of throw throw you on it, but we'll we'll reach out and see what she thinks. We'll arrange a meeting, probably. Yeah, yeah, we'll take yeah. care of it. Whatever you want to do. 
Uh, Sidebar, if we name this episode Union Busting, Amazon is really going to get behind it. <laughs> we're going to see some wings on episode 27. Uh, you know, I, I'll just do that and see what Amazon says. That would be amazing. We would like to hire you. Okay. There's a little modern politics yeah. in there. Yeah, right. yeah that's Good what we do here. Everyone gather around, drinks. Here, here, cheers. Uh, okay, so you uh, <laughs> finishing your conversation. Uh, finishing your conversation with him, uh, you guys can all begin to gather as a whole group and begin to uh, figure out your next plan. Now that you have some more information and a startling new revelation for some of you. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hunger, disease, war. These are woes of the 20th century. The Lore Corporation is investing in the 21st century. An end to diseases plaguing the globe. A solution to food scarcity here and abroad. A stop to the violence that plagues our cities and our global neighbors. The start of a better world. The Lore Corporation. Better designs for a better world. Whether you're looking for fun, a place to start a business, or somewhere to raise a family, look no further than Palmetto City. Located on the beautiful west coast of Florida, we're only minutes from pristine golf beaches, natural Florida wildlife, and world-class restaurants and amusements. Our growing population is the customer base and the workforce you'll need to make your small business dreams into big business reality. We've been ranked one of the most affordable major metro areas in the southeast. If you're looking for a home, look no further than Palmetto City. Good morning, Miss Lear. 
You've been a valuable employee, Mr. Welker. So valuable, in fact, that I believe a promotion's in order. I'm flattered. A new position just opened up in management. Longer hours, but the pay's better and you'll lead your own team. Whatever the company needs, I'm ready. Glad to hear it. Welcome to the team, Mr. Welker. Report to our acquisitions department to be trained for field work and hazardous retrieval protocols. Good luck. Lear passes Welker a file folder as she strides from the room. At a glance, he catches a few phrases. Live acquisition, Hydro Sapien, full force authorized. <laughs> Whatever you think you signed up for, kid. <laughs> you signed up for way more than you can handle. Country music sensation Sundry Charms, who brought us the smash hit Newtown Lane, has been acquitted of his wife's murder. Charms, whose song eerily outlined the details of his wife's death, is now a free man. But what's next for the man who skyrocketed to the top of the charts only to be thrown in jail? Well, rumor has it that he's bought a house right here in Palmetto City. I was the one who could tell that you had potential. I was the one who encouraged them to keep an eye on you. That's why you were in Welker's files. I pointed them towards you because you could see this for the tragedy that it is. And if you're willing to make sure that these kind of tragedies don't keep happening, tragedies that could have happened if the Lore Corporation got powers it could never control, then you'll hear me out. I don't think that our time is long here, and I think that what we're involved in tonight is a mass extinction event for better for worse of all the magic that's left around here you know however we're going to stop this it's going to require some some big sacrifice beyond uh beyond just like even one life oh well when in hell this american monster a monster of the week actual play from this american dice Okay, it's at this point, after you guys have had your drinks, if you guys want to have a conversation before sundown, you can. If not, we can fast forward to uh, meeting at Mr. Professor Stowe's house. I'm going to do a little sketching while we're fast forwarding. I'm uh, trying to think through a way that I can start putting mods on my pistol. Absolutely. On the revolver. So, I'm trying to think like giving it a little bit of range in theory. With the right attachments. So, I'm just brainstorming-ish. Absolutely. So I gotta ask, is it anybody's blood that works, or is it just specifically yours? Like, how does that work? So, Are like, you talking to me? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> You're a blood hunter. Do you hunt blood, or do you use your own blood to hunt? Can you, like, use somebody else's? Does it have to be, it's, like... Okay, so that's kind of interesting, I guess you could say. I use my blood okay, to right. activate it, but it can bring others' blood out. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna rip a hangnail. That doesn't do anything. It's like a All blood. right. Well, shit. <laughs> it's like your <laughs> blood is like a blood man. Now, what am I supposed to do with yeah, this blood? I mean, like, look, and I'm like, <laughs> back. and it's my mall is now sparking. Does that hurt? Yes. Well, I mean, at this point, not I mean, real. Do you, do you want to roll your d4? I can. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to do your cursing, right? 
Yeah, because you literally just drew across your arm. Literally. Yeah, so uh, he... You watch as he pulls his maul up and sets it on the table, and as he, as he holds it with one hand, he draws his his arm, his claws down his arm, causing oh, blood wait. to begin to leak. But as it like begins to drip down, it immediately like almost was like magnetized to the maul, and as it does, it hits and like uh, almost like uh, liquid hitting like electricity starts sparking and starts sparking with energy. Now, how does yeah, one start this? <laughs> like, how does one even get involved with that? Because, like, I just ripped this hangnail, but you don't see it zooping <laughs> over here. There's a mystery. There, there are, are places you go to be a blood hunter if yeah. you want. Yeah, <laughs> we, can, we can kind of do that, too, but us is a little less gross. I mean, I just, like, finish an inscription on my revolver, and it glows a little bit. And I look oh, at that one sickens me trends. even more. And just, like, just, just pass my hands over various bits of my... Oh, that one's the worst. I could also do another. Cast in large. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm gone. Like a blood malabit. Emeraldi, as was watching you guys, you do it. Takes a sip of his mug and kind of. Emeraldi? Sorry, not Emeraldi. Watch Rover Initiative. I said his name too many times. I apologize. Actually, I literally just saw his name on my notes, which is why I said that. I hate it when I do that. Anyhow, Balefire uh, watches. No, Balefire. Emerald Balefire. Different guy. Uh, Balefire watches you two as he sips his ale uh, and then kind of like smirks and sets his thing down and like closes his eyes and kind of like. And as he does, you guys watch as almost like uh, fire behind like paper. You watch uh, as these runes appear on his skin from what before dissipating. He's like. Yep. That's yeah, about as much as I'm gonna do. No, yeah, his is pretty cool, but mate, if you do if you do any more of your cool stuff, we're gonna have to find a new body guy. I'm gonna to, try so. to do that with my mine that are covered up. I'm just gonna like concentrate real hard and go like. Fuh, 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 fuh. <laughs> Does anything on your tattoo? The yeah. lightning go more. Like Sorry, crazy. on your mark. Yeah. Um. I, I just want to be cool. Make a make a wisdom check for me. Oh, okay. Straight I just wisdom. want to be cool. Yeah, smoke a cigarette then. On yep. it. Uh, oh, uh, a natural twenty. You close your eyes for a second and start to like focus on the. You're just like, come on, do glow, do something, do it, do a thing. Does the barbed um, wire one like ignite? The what? <laughs> the barbed wire one. What barbed wire? I'm one? joking. Oh. <laughs> No, it's canonical. She's got a barbed wire tattoo, tattoo around yeah. her ankle, not <laughs> bicep. <laughs> ankle. Do you have some of those? I think it'd be really cool if Kenneth cool had like Celtic one. Oh my god! Ah, <laughs> oh, the yes. uh, the infinity like. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. you got that one on your shoulder. Tramp stamp. Oh yeah. No, that one's shoulder. The clover is the <laughs> tramp stamp. Um, there's lucky you on it. You focus. Uh, you focus on that uh, for a moment, and. Uh, as you're closing your eyes, you're like, come on, come on, come on, come on. You stop for a second to open them. The bar that you're in mm-hmm. is different. I'm going to blink real hard. Same. Slap Same. my face. Uh, you look left and right. Are the people there, still around no, me? No. Your, your party is not here. Uh, but there is people here. There's probably about 30 people in this Do bar. Do I see that uh, person that I saw that other time? The dark, dark the dark hair, the dark haired individual. I thought it was a dark skinned ale ish looking pointy ears. I remember that much. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you make a perception check. Uh, 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 21. 21. 
Uh, you look around the room, and again, there's like 30 people in here, and it seems like there's like the sound of uh, minstrels playing and people laughing and uh, having a good time. Dice are being rolled, slamming on the table. Um, you see in a far corner of the room, sitting at a table, the same individual. Their face obscured by what looks to be like a tray being held by a barmaid and like a cup sitting on it. Uh, hides their face. But the hair and the slightly pointed ears are I'll book it as obvious. quick as I can. Uh, you stand up, and as you step into the open, wham! Your uh, chest hits a table, and you hear, Oom! and as you like, oh! like as the wind gets knocked out of you, you put your hands on a table and look up, and you're, everyone's looking at you. As you all watch Kenneth like stand up and like run herself into the table and <laughs> scoot it forward a few inches. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Whoa, 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 what is that about? You're right there. What's your problem? Uh, no, all good, all good. Hey, sometimes she drinks too much and then misses with the midgets. I don't even hear nothing. What just happened? It's a little weird. Yep, you got that. I right. <laughs> mean, none of us are going to disagree with it. Well, but. I was trying... I was trying to ignite my little tattoos. You're work. trying to do your what? Tattoos. Don't like this. You know, the curse... Need a marking on her arm. Oh, 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 her tattoos. T- tattoos, yeah. We're all saying the same thing. I don't think we are. Yeah, the, None usually, of us are saying the same thing. Yeah, the tatties. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good pair of titties, though? What I'm saying, the tatties. Oh, man, that is absolutely what people from New Zealand call tatties. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> titties. <laughs> so, anyway, I was standing at the pub getting a new titty. <laughs> so, it was, I was here, but it wasn't here. Your titties? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Uh, we're all on the same page. I don't know we are, why you're questioning all this. All right. So you thought about your tattoo. Yeah. And then you were here but not here. We're here but not here. It was different. That's all I got. Was it nice? I'm going to guess no since you threw yourself into it the was, table. It was kind of bright. It was brighter than it was in here. I'm making shit up. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> If you're going to lie, at least be better about it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I just can't. I tattle on myself. Okay. <laughs> Don't lie on yourself, girl. Congratulations. You played yourself. That's all I got. It's different. Here, but different. Would it be like maybe something you should continue to do or never do again? I have no idea. I did just run into a table full force and my ribs do hurt. <laughs> yeah, but you're doing all right. And how do you feel? Do you feel like more powerful? Do you feel, uh, I don't know, any different? Oh, yeah, flex. Her arms like, looking bigger? Immediately. Oh, I'm joking. Yeah, oh. Her, her, her tattoos just grew. They got huge. <laughs> Quit looking at my tattoos. They're covered up. Dangus. Your ankle got massive. <laughs> hey, uh, Tabidi, can you show uh, Balefly some of the cool, like, elemental shit you do? I could. Yeah, like, right now would yeah. be awesome, actually. Can you do... Can you do fire? Uh... I don't remember how to do fire yet. That's like... Yeah, well, he said... Oh, there are three other elements that are really cool. Not as cool as fire. So and water. I mean, that's subjective. Yeah, I got pretty good at the water whip thing. Uh, do you want me to try to grab something with it? Tell you what, mate. I'm going to have Pothole stand on the other end of the bar, uh, and he's just going to hold up, like, a, a bottle, and you got to whip the cap off of it. Yep, you got it. Uh, it's not going to hit you. You're going to be fine. You're in a glass case. You get to drink the beer afterwards, yes. That's what, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's fine. 
Cool, let's give Paul Holt drink this never ends, Bidley. So Pothole goes about uh, 30 feet away, turns around, holds up the... <laughs> he holds up the bottle and is immediately, like, is almost grabbed by one of the bar maids uh, walking by. And he has to, like, pull it away and like, sets it up again. Don't worry, it's a ginger beer. <laughs> oh, God, he's gonna... Uh, yeah, clean out the tank. He's gonna have the poops in the worst way. <laughs> All right, so he holds up the bottle, TBD. All right. I guess I'll try. Oh my god, like, he's gonna shatter the glass and Paul's gonna flail around like a that or he kills someone. <laughs> uh, he needs to make oh, a, no. like a dex saving throw. Right? Oh, he's not moving. You just need to make. Uh, yeah, this is this is a d twenty with your dexterity modifier. Could you imagine? Uh, I need okay. a Dixie cup. <laughs> I'm gonna put this cobalt in a Dixie cup. Stat eighteen. 18. Yes, uh, yeah, that's uh, that should be fine. What is bottle AC, by the way? High. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nice. But the bottle's AC is nothing. No, bottle's AC is fine. 18 is fine. Uh, well done. Uh, 15, you, 15. Yeah, it's fine. Um, uh, TBD extends his... Uh, how, how do you do the water whip, TBD? You just grab it and whip? Like Cora. Yeah, I have like a little vial in my pocket. Uh-huh. I'll let uh, Tara and Avatar. Yeah. You just whip it into shape? Yep. Yeah, you just hear crap that wheel. Yeah, that's <laughs> every time. Um, okay, so yeah, you whip it out and whoosh, and it snaps the bottle cap off and falls on the ground. Uh, and bottle houses that G- GB really uh, fast. Balefire, hang on, gotta find my actual dice here. Yeah. Balefire, that's not that bad. And it's not even the half of it. He literally halved him in. That's pretty yeah, impressive. I can do some stuff with air, too, but I okay. can't really remember the fire stuff. I mean, maybe maybe if you want to train me or something, I might... Teach you how to use fire. New lizard sensei. Yeah, I... Ooh, that is also a good use it, Or I did know how to use it, but... New lizard sensei. It's been so long. You can be his third adopted father. Yeah, I mean, we're kind of like a, a collection of deeds. Well, I might, kid. I might take you up on that offer. Okay, cool. I like the kid. Yeah, uh, actually, he only gets better with time. He grows on your real face. Like a tumor. Yep, like a facial hair, allegedly. <laughs> As the three of us have no idea how you grow up. Like, you have a giant mane. No one asks the girls if they have mustaches. I have a better That's mustache a... than y'all, for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so... Uh, as this winds down, you guys are uh, more than welcome to make your way towards uh, Professor Stowe's house, if you'd like to do that. Yep. Yep. Okay. We're here. Hi, uh, Professor Stowe. <laughs> heading back, to, like heading back towards uh, the university. Um, it's about a 20-minute walk from the university uh, off in what looks to be uh, the... Uh, on the beginnings of uh, the Tolliver District is where... Uh, Looks like uh, Professor Stowe's house is. Yeah, because um, I, I remembered his uh, address really easy. Yeah, yep. for sure. Me too. Uh, easy enough to find. You can you actually find what looks to be the uh, symmetrical houses uh, throughout the majority of the city. Again, is very. It's not super easy to find, but distinguishing marks between the districts and obviously road signs are uh, uh, easy enough to locate. But you do see setting between two large apartment esque complexes about four stories tall. You can see there. 
at one point was probably an alleyway, maybe about 15, 20 feet wide. Uh, because that's where every other alleyway should be. But in between these two complexes, you can see a very thin, a very tall house wedged in between the two buildings to the point where there is no gap in between them. Almost like somebody compressed it, much like the uh, bus in Harry Potter, and set it uh, in the middle of this uh, of this spot. Um, Callan. Yes. Yeah, nerd test. What is the name of the bus? The name of the bus? Yes. Oh gosh, it's uh, oh, it has a name. I do know this uh-huh. now. I do not know the night bus. Bingo the night bus. K N I G H T bus. Oh right, because yeah. he goes it the night bus. The yeah. head calls it the what's, night bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the um, young conductor of the night bus? The ticket taker. Oh gosh, uh, starts with the starts with an N. Right? Does it start with an N? No, it doesn't. Noodles. No. Nathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Norbit. Okay, you're just going to keep saying it's, you're um, only going to lose it. You're there. there. You're, yep, you're yep, on yep, the road. Yep, yep, you're yep, on yep, the yep, way. I know it's there. I know it's there. Wow. I almost said Snape. That was not true. Stanley. Oh gosh, no, Stanley. Uh, you've got it. You're right there. Oh, uh, dude, if you've been exiled out of a group, what did they do to you? Oh, they decided to slicer. What? No. You've been unre unshine. Stanley. I'm gonna stab you with a medieval lance. Sean. It's more of a. It's also the name of a mountain. Peak. It's a specific one. Sean. It's a specific peak. Something. And not Dante's. The only other one that fucking matters. Pike. Yeah. Yes. Shove so it together. Sean Pike. Stanley Sean Pike. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Oh, if your random nerd moment was, was brought to you by... Random nerd brought to you by everybody who... I had a stroke. I... Listen. Shun. Listen. I had thoughts in my head, but everyone kept talking, and it. Yeah, I lost it. She kept saying, like, Norbit. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> she was no! crappy Eddie Murphy characters. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Norbit. I had... Norbit. Also Norbit. I couldn't think... I was trying to go through, like, the movies and the books in my head, because I have read them, and then... People Don't start throwing other things out, and I'm like, uh-huh. I, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. lost it, completely lost yeah. it. So. Norbit Longbottom. Yeah, you're about to. Say no. That. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was an N, but it's it was not. And then I start to say sn, and then I went Snape. No, it's not Snape. Severus. Snape. Serious Snape. How about the fact that Harry named his son Albus Severus? Yeah. It's arguably the shittiest name yeah, ever. Yeah, it's too many consonants. Albus Severus, Albus Severus Potter. Yes. Uh-uh. It's a failure. Yeah. It's a failure. That's too many. It's too There's many consonants. The names of some of the characters, like in the Dumbledore family, it's too much. Mm-hmm. Oh, they yeah. were like, we're all going to do A's. Albus. Okay. Aberforth. What? <laughs> Abernathy. American Express. Nope. Can you <laughs> rename him? Yeah. There's the names in that. But then there's some names that are bang on, like Luna Lovegood, Neville Longbottom. Luna is a great one. Neville's a great one. Noodles uh, Biggie. Draco Malfoy. Like, if you read that Draco name, like, Malfoy. oh, this is a snooze oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ass. Great name. Um, his father also is Lucius yeah, yeah. Malfoy. Great Dragon, name. Dragon Bad Guy. Yeah. <laughs> also, I like... Uh, Dragon Bad Guy. Uh, 
what's another name that I really like? Bellatrix, Bellatrix Lestrade. Oh, I, name I hate the character. Name. Love the name though. It's a great name. Um, yeah, all of the Blacks and Lestrades have fantastic names. names. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. All right, I found the end of the podcast. Great guys, thanks so much. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, um, you guys arrive at the sliver of a building that is supposedly the house of Asimir Stowe. Passing Stowe. Uh, you guys um, walk up to the front door, mm-hmm. knock a few times. Uh, the door opens up. Uh, it is it's about 15, 20 feet, so you guys got a little bit of room to, to move, but not much. I mean, your, my house. Yeah, your wingspan's gonna be kind of rough in here. It's, my wingspan is not 20 feet. <laughs> My wingspan is not 20 feet, but thanks. I like that. <laughs> I mean, it has to be pretty big, though, in order to, like, support the weight of a, dr- of a draconian. Magic. Boy. <laughs> and then why do we have wings? Why did you just, like, God of War him? <laughs> Magic. Boy. Wait, Boy. So, so are your wings... Do you, do you have, like, tooth fairy wings, then? Do no, hold? he has like uh, like chubby demon wings with like itty bitty little ones. Like, oh, like the little ones that follow in Hercules. Yes, yes. We are worms. Pain and panic. Yep. Pain and panic. Little He flies using his like celestial wings or whatever he has. But yeah, no, no. He has real. Okay, he has really big wings. Okay, how how big? He's got huge. Here's the thing, though. I imagine much like many mythological creatures that he can fold his wings to the point where they are almost non-descript on yeah. his back. Yeah. Because they are leathery, right. so they can fold into a very tight spot. Yeah. And it's also, you know, it's like bat wings, so it's like cartilage and like stuff that can like bend and like flex. So but they're they're probably pretty wide. I would like to try to pull one out someday. Are they moderately sheer? Can you see light through them? Um yeah, if if they were like Yeah, they're membrane extended. Yeah, they're membrane yeah. based. Yeah, they'd see like, like any other dragon. Veins and hmm? like any other lizard based dragon. Can I pull them fate. out a little bit and just kind of look at them? Sure. Do the window pane test? Yeah, like yeah, for yeah. bread. Yeah, it's like they do for bread. Yeah. yeah usually it's better just to look like an idiot. Spending by and watching. But I, but I digress. <laughs> um, <laughs> digress indeed. Indubitably. So. As you guys open the door, you hear the sounds of uh, little trills and uh, you hear the sound of little trills and dings and little uh, whirling sounds as you walk into what looks like the uh, amalgamation of Professor Stowe's office in a house, and a very thin house at that. Um, You can see it is about four stories tall, uh, but the entire thing is uh, open on the inside. There are a few what looks to be like jutting out like loft areas uh, uh, on several different levels, but the majority of this house is open. It is long though, so it is probably uh, 40 feet down, like across, uh, 40 or 50 feet out, but it is, uh, again, it's tight. Uh, Mostly because it's built for a gnome. Uh, You can definitely notice that as you guys walk in, uh, the uh, you are much taller than a lot of the uh, furniture and places around here. But as you guys are uh, stepping in, you can see there's all kinds of uh, shelves and tables with these little uh, experiments and, uh, for lack of a better term, doodads and whatnot. Doohickeys, gizmos? Doohickeys and gizmos all just kind of scattered throughout here uh, in a mismatch. Uh, not so much in disarray, but definitely not organized to uh, a great extent. But it does seem that there's some semblance of 
cleanliness in here. It's not uh, it's not hoarder style. Can I make um, a perception check just to see if there's anything that catches my eye? Just make a perception through. check, my dude. As a fellow, uh, only ten. Mm, yeah, there's a lot in here, but nothing particularly. Damn it, sensory overload. Good try though. That would have been cool if you found something pretty cool. Um, <laughs> next time. Uh, but as you, as everyone's looking around, uh, you hear the sounds of again, just like a little ding, boom, and as that's going on, you hear uh, the sound of one, one moment. Uh, as you can see, up on what looks to be the second, one of the second level lofts, uh, Professor Stowe kind of looks down at you guys, and you can see he's no longer wearing the uh, robes of a professor. He's wearing what looks to be this like uh, these very comfortable, just like day clothes. This little. Uh, like cloth and leather apron and uh, a little hat that looks like it's kind of squarish and kind of flops to one side almost like a chef's hat but like collapse a little bit um, yeah as he kind of looks over and, comfy casual. and he kind of walks over to the side of the little loft area and uh, pushes a button on the side of the of the loft and you watch as a small section of it and starts lowering down to the ground where it sets perfectly into an into the floor and kind of like disappears into the floor and kind of hops off it welcome to my home uh, I apologize. I uh, realize now that it is uh, a little tight for those such as yourself. Apologies. Uh, but come, come. We can make space. Um, and he turns around and immediately begins to like start uh, moving his hands and mumbling. And as he does, you can watch as little like devices and tables begin to like shuffle back like into corners or like scoot away. It's um, all IKEA stuff. Making oh, hundred percent like double decker couch. Um, yeah, all, all, all kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, begins to full move away and like make space in the main looks like uh, seating area enough for everybody to either stand against the wall or sit uh, long ways comfortably enough. Some people will have to look over the heads of others, but uh, Professor Stowe begins to immediately uh, hand out these small plates uh, that are uh, the size of your hand, uh, essentially. Plates. But they are uh, full of what looks to be uh, a very hearty uh, dinner. There appears to be uh, there's a pile of what looks to be some steamed uh, uh, foliage of some kind, some like almost uh, broccoli esque with these like leaves and stuff. They're kind of like uh, sautéed with it. There appears to be some sort of a, a meat, kind of a darker uh, brown meat that is uh, warm and gets off a very uh, savory smell, and uh, a hunk of uh, fresh bread that is setting with it as well. Ooh, what a delight! Um, definitely uh, looks like a very hearty meal for uh, a smaller individual. Uh, for some of the bigger guys, uh, it could pass as a part of a meal. Yeah, we probably you, just throw the whole plate in our mouths. Yeah, but you uh, you can you can eat it, and it is delicious. It's very very good. Um, and Professor Stowe hands out drinks uh, to anybody who wants them some uh, some ale or some wines as, as needed. Uh, but setting them all down, uh, allowing you all to eat your food for a few minutes before uh, setting his plate down. So. What can I do for you now? We are uh, perfectly safe here in my house. Uh, I have ensured that it is devoid of any types of looking or seeking uh, magics. So, we are safe here. Yes. Right, awesome. Uh, oh, I don't know. I mean, there's no real way to dance around it. Balefire has kind of got a problem. Uh, no. I see. 
automatically oh. <laughs> just lights the whole house on fire. <laughs> Blows up. Um, what problem? <laughs> campaign That's four problem. next week. Yeah, new characters. Um, I see. Um, what is the problem exactly? I mean, he doesn't really have control of his uh, faculties, as it were. And his hearing voices. Uh, we think it might be related to um, these additional crystals. It seems he got lost, maybe, at the edges of the Godscar. He experienced walking for days in a mist that followed him. Interesting. And then he was attacked by a creature. A creature that was deformed. Yeah, like Crystalline additions. Hmm. Lucius doesn't happen to have any of those crystals, does he? Oh, yes. Which crystals? The purple ones he from the up, rats. He picked up crystals, that's right. Who did? Lucius. Yeah, I've got him right here. You said Lucian. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry, Preston. I'm so sorry. That's why he's not Everyone's coming back. Yeah, he's leaving because we don't say his apologies. name right. I never wanted to be this Jokes. person, but here I am, and I'm um, sorry. He can provide a few pieces if, if you guys want to provide those. Mm-hmm. I really like that one, too. Um, show. I meant to say Yeah, so you. he provides the crystals, and uh, 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 Professor Stowe looks at him. Hmm. One moment, and they we jogs over to one side of his house and begins to kind of crawl up on a shelf and pull some stuff down and grab a couple of gizmos and whatnots. Uh, kind of spreads them out on a small table next to him, and begins to like start looking at them through different lenses and setting them on small devices, starting these little things where they start popping and start whirling. Steam starts coming off of one of them, and as he's continuing, he's asking more questions as of like, uh, and. You believe the God Scar? Were were he was he near there at any point? Oh no! I mean, he said uh, he was kind of being chased by a mist, uh, you know, shrouded in mist, whatever it were. I mean, I don't know about the God Scar as far as what it looks like currently, but were you near coming. the God Scar at any point? Not that I remember. You wandered for six years. Well, I I wandered around most of. The Brasslands and Crocodiles, well, the place you can go over without the dwarves fighting, yeah? But. So, not the Godscar? No, I was mostly this side of the the continent. Mm. But there was a mist and it did follow me. And at that point, Azimir uh, still finishes up something and looks over at you all and says, Do you think perhaps he encountered the Wandering Mist? I mean, that sounds kind of bang on, actually. Apologies, apologies. I don't know what that is. The Wandering Fields. Uh, I mean, you can't even describe that. That sounds like it would describe what he described. That sounds familiar. The Wandering Fields. The Wandering Fields. Why does that sound familiar? There is... Not necessarily a rumor. Ooh. But essentially a fable of... Literally a field, uh, marshland, that for some reason has been spotted in multiple places. It's usually out in the nomads uh, of the Brasslands, places where the major cities aren't. The, the like it's all the it's all villages and like coastline cities and stuff like that. But the Wandering Fields is a fable told by everybody of literally a marshland that moves. From place to place. 
you've never seen it, uh, but you have you live close enough to the nomads that uh, the nomad lands, I mm. guess, is what we, you could call it colloquially. Um, I don't have a name for it, but uh, you've lived close enough there that you've heard people talk about it. Um, and there are marshes and like places out there that are you know dangerous and you know a little creepy. But the tales of a wandering, literally called the wandering fields. Yeah, that's that's a tale. That's a tale that everyone knows about, mm. especially over in your side of the country. Fine. Make a history check. You're from Udall, so it you may you you've been around, so you might know. But mm. with that rumor, is yes, wandering fields are there. Um, along with that fable, are there creatures that are said to have like been housed within the wandering fields? Would you roll? Three? I yeah, you've never, heard one. You, you've never heard the wandering fields. <laughs> yeah, you've never, never heard, heard the wandering, wandering fields. fields never uh, but to be fair, you are you're fr- originally from Udall, so you you're more informed of the histories of your country. This is you've been here a while, but this is uh, it's still not your homeland. So, um, you heard of the magnetic fields? Those, yes, everyone's yeah, heard of the magnetic fields. Everyone here knows the magnetic fields. They're great. Yeah, of course. Um, I don't. They're, uh, yeah, they're, I mean, other, that or heavy metal is usually what the Brasslands likes to listen to. Mm-hmm. Blah. Really? No, there's no, <laughs> I don't get anything for that? Not even a scotch, guys. Calvin, tough crowd. It's the end of the night, I understand. You got a nod of acknowledgement. Calvin, Thank you, Drew. I appreciate you it. You get inspiration. So sorry, no, it's fine. No, 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 it's you, fine. No, no, no. You get inspiration. I don't need inspiration. I can roll advantage whenever I so damn So the way inspiration to. works for you is that whenever you roll really well, we can say nay, nay. Roll again. Take the lower. Roll better. Yeah. You can Roll already better. do that anytime I get in a fight with you. That's true. That's true. Like, hey, were you attacking? I me? was literally like, oh, weird. I was <laughs> listening to the episode where it was like, uh, one guy's gonna like take a sucker punch at you, and you're like, yeah, oh, he's gonna do it at disadvantage because Paul's sitting right next to me. Yeah, you're like, like, oh, does a 19 hit? And I was like, uh, does disadvantage hit? Yeah, that's, that's how it works. Um, anyhow, Professor Stoke continues. <laughs> I think. I don't know where he was. The uh, wandering fields. Uh, that would seem like a uh, logical explanation. I've never seen them myself, but I've uh, heard of research. And while I don't know what the wandering fields contain, there is a possibility that creatures of uh, certain types could live there, especially if the wandering fields is being manipulated or or sentient in some way, shape, or form. I mean, marshlands don't normally uh, move on their own. So if it is uh, sentient or manipulated, I could definitely see creatures of a sort living there. Uh, How long has this fable been around? Is it as old as the God Scar, or is it much newer? I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. I, I've only heard of it through uh, my research uh, as a historian of the Arcana, uh, and that's only been for a few years. But the tales that I know of uh, are only a few hundred years old, uh, shortly before the uh, solidification of the Brasslands as a nation. Would I know roughly when that or like that origin story? Like you know, oral you like tales and yeah, like my grandpa's grandpa yeah, down. A, literally down everyone, home. yeah, literally everyone and everyone's grandparents knew of sure. this. Okay. Um, there is unless you unless you literally go like look for like documentation of it. It's all hearsay, but um, 
Okay. According to Professor Stowe, the only thing he knows is just the histories he's learned, and it's those tales were a few hundred years ago, which is right before, again, right before the solidification of uh, the brass science, which is, I think I said about a hundred years is when mm-hmm. the brass science has been around for about a hundred years. So anywhere between a hundred and two hundred years ago is when those tales would take place. Mm-hmm. So, and the God Scar was a thousand years ago. So, yeah. bit of a gap between there. Um, but anyhow, as Professor Stowe is looking through all this stuff and having this conversation, he is still working diligently. Uh, finishes up his experimentation uh, and just kind of like. Now this is odd. It seems as though do you these you trust all of these? Yes, you trust everyone here. Mm-hmm. Yes, implicitly. Yeah, very well. Explicitly, I would say. Very well. Um, these crystals uh, are fused to the spine of your friend, Mister Mister Bale here. And, yeah, Mr. Fire. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Bale was dead. My apologies. Sure. Right. Um, and Balefire kind of nods. Hey, sounds about right. Fused to my bloody spine. Um, prof- the professor continues. Uh, they appear to have been enchanted with uh, a magical essence. The origin of this essence is unknown, as it appears to be a very pure form of magic. The purest form that I've ever seen. Love. <laughs> yes, yes, that's... Uh, but also just magic. No, he's saying he loves that. Like, not like... Of course, of yeah. course, of course. Yeah, um, thank you. But yes, it, it is the purest form of magic I've ever witnessed, uh... In a material form. Which is odd. Sounds kind of similar to the Moon Sisters stones. Yeah. Uh, yeah, And to to someone's tattoo. Maybe. Hey, um... Can you take a look at... Apologies. The Mm. other side of this proverbial coin is also interesting. It seems as though... The magic within this crystal has been altered. Whatever happened... And therein lies the question. If it's pure magic, it's unadulterated. It's it's not maintained by a certain school or a certain category of magics. It's not a transmutation. It's not a... uh, It's not a... It, it's not a focus for a sorcerer. It's not even uh, a curse put upon somebody. But it's been altered. So, whatever happened to your friend, Mr. Fire here, has altered his magic in its purest form to the closest thing that I can amalgamate is a curse. But it's mm-hmm. not because it's not been placed. It's not been distorted. It's just been changed. Hmm. Now, this, and he reaches over and picks up the small tray of the uh, pieces that uh, Lucius gave him, is very interesting. These stones have uh, fragmentations of crystal in them, uh, which bear a similar 
marking and design as your friends. Uh, his are clearly were created. These look to have grown naturally. And also... Observe. Uh, and you watch as he takes out uh, the small tube that he has in his pocket. The tube you saw him earlier where he was doing stuff with, and he kind of shakes a little bit, the green liquid kind of uh, bubbling around in it. An item infused with magics uh, can contain these magics for an extended period of time. Uh, that is how the Brasslands works. We keep our magics in a box, for lack of a better term. But for some reason, and he holds it over the... Uh, holds it over the crystals, and you watch as the stones with these little purple shards in it start to vibrate and slowly kind of lift up on the on the tray, and the vial that his that he has starts to bubble, and then the bubbles stop, and then start to go backwards, as if gravity has reversed on them, and then immediately harden into a solid form. And he moves it away, and it's it stays. It doesn't go back to what it was. And he Basically, and he takes it and writes something down real quick and starts rolling it over like he did before and holds it up and puts it down, holds it, puts it down. Ink is still there. You see? Not only does it alter magics around it, it can make magic inert. If this crystal and these crystals are the same or from the same origin as you hypothesize, these could be not only altering your friend's magic, but it could also be draining his magic. They would kind of justify the uh, random outburst, kind of like his body is subconsciously fighting back. That would be my assumption as well. Whatever is wrong, his body's... his... his... uh, his... giftings, his natural inclination to magic is fighting to repel it. And... It is... It's winning. Well, it's kind of like... Like is a... It's a magical immune system, hypothetically. Is bucking back against whatever that is. It sounds like this is like an arcane cancer for like of a, any other way to put it. Oh, no, I wouldn't call it an arcane cancer. That's, that's much worse cousin. and okay. that's... That's much worse and almost incurable and makes absolutely no sense in this world or any other. Um, But the... This... uh, Yes, it it is a disease of magic. And it is taking what is left of your friend's abilities. I fear if he does not find the proper help, it will... Yeah, I guess that would propose the question of, like, what is the proper help? Who could help him, if you can? I... I mean, I can... I can try and... and... do more research. I can... I can... I can... consult my notes, and... and I can, uh, pull records to help my studies, but... What do you think if we found Emeraldi? I don't see how... Do you, the records indicate that Emeraldi uh, died in a terrible accident. Yeah, but, but supposing he was alive, do you think he would be able to 
Yeah, does, that, does did he know? Did, was this part of his research? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It might, it might have been. Uh, it's been a minute since he died, so you can't really say anything for certain. I watch. He created Malfire. At this time, Malfire kind of leans forward and looks at the gnome, like, dead on. He goes, I'm a product of Emeraldi's research. And he leans even closer, and he's like, What are you going to do about it? Nothing? Oh, uh, nothing. No, I'm, uh, understand. I am not... Uh, not here to seek any gains of my own personal. Um, I'm a friend. Here to help. He seems more scholarly than anything, for what it's worth, Mr. Fire. A lot of them scholarly types don't necessarily care about this, that, or the other, whether you belong to some. It doesn't matter. They just, they're just curious little fellas. Yeah, she's uh, actually spot on there, mate. Nothing really to worry about with these men. It's not the curious ones I'm worried about. It's the ones that fund them I'm worried about. Hey, man, that's fair. But if you believe him, I guess I will too. He kind of leans back and goes back to drinking just kind of quietly. Uh, Professor still kind of shakes his head. Uh, anyhow, um, if Mr. Balefire was uh, a product of the research of Emeraldi, then I would assume that any notes or records of Emeraldi's could help. But all of that research was lost, at least to public records. Yeah, a while back. Like six plus years ago, yeah. Yes, with the the tragedy of of, uh, the the Dwarven Mines uh, collapsed, and... Inside check. Man, it's a check. I want to see if he believes this uh, ten. Ten? Shit. Uh, doesn't seem dishonest. Okay. But good enough. It's more of a tragedy than you know. Really? Huh. I'm sorry. It wasn't a collapse. It's kind of like an attack. Yeah. The Union sought to solidify their control over an investment they'd made in Emeraldi and in defense Emeraldi attempted to protect us and his research. That is... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. That is that is <coughs> distressing. Uh, and, and quite frankly, uh, annoying as a stiff foot. I have never been one to advocate for the Union's... Uh, Incessant involvement in uh, in any anything that we do here, uh, but that is not for me to uh, that's not for me to say. But the fact remains, uh, your friend needs help. 
there may be information that the Union has been able to glean from excavations at the collapsed mine. I wonder if you might be able to uncover any of it. Uh, cer certainly, cer certainly. I have, I have connections. Uh, we have a we have a Commonwealth Union rep. I could uh, I could make the connection. Yes, I will see what the Union uh, has. You uh, want to do it, kind of, you know, secretly. Of, co of course, of course. The Union, uh, our con the Commonwealth's contact uh, is well placed, and we plan to keep it that way. We don't have many of them, especially that <coughs> deep in Union territory. But uh, if anyone can pull records, it would be them. Uh, yes, I can do that. Yes, I can. It may take time, but I can do that. Excellent. Very nice. Well, love that. Sounds good. Right. Well, I will continue uh, with the uh, things you have given me. Is there anything else I can do for you this evening? Uh, before you leave. I, maybe just like a dessert. Other than that, I think you've been like sounds really helpful. Pleasant. We actually, uh, we, we do appreciate your friendship, Esme. I promise we're not just going to use you all the time. If you need help with other stuff in the future, we're oh, yeah, to... yeah, of, co of course, yes. If uh, I know that you are more than capable of assisting, uh, if ever I have the need. How does one figure out how to talk like you? You feel like I'd be like slicker sounding if I did words. it. You know. You kind of you're 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 the way you manipulate language is kind of like a butterfly flapping around. I mean, it's delicate, and I don't feel like if I did that, I'd come off the same way. You know? I mean, you're doing it right now, and you sound like a. I know, like I'm like I'm glitching over here. <laughs> yeah, you sound yeah. Like, like I got the the Caesars. I think I would like to try to do it as well. No, doesn't sound so nice. And I, I, I think, think it, we should keep going with it. No, the thing with it is, you've got to do it do right. in a way that is right, Ohiana, give it a I mean, took bull. Ohiana, give it a go. I'd rather not. It's okay, I can do it for Ohiana. <laughs> I don't know why he just had like really you. fast hiccups yeah. the whole time. He <laughs> the entire time. Are you having a stroke? I'm not, but uh, Aroma, we actually haven't really heard your voice except when you're like, you want to see me do the blood thing again? Would you like to do something less weird and try an accent? No. Okay. <laughs> Pothole looks up at you. <laughs> Alright, he doesn't sound like an asshole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that is where we will pick up uh, next time TBD with you guys uh, <laughs> processing all of this information and figuring out your uh, next yeah. moves as... <laughs> thank you, Matt. Matt, uh, you hit your word quota for tonight. <laughs> as we figure out what the next steps are uh, next week. But until then, thank you guys so much for playing. Thank you guys for listening. And a special welcome back to our buddy Will, who's going to be with us for the next few weeks. Yeah, suck uh, it, college! Until next time, goodbye, everybody! Goodbye! Bye. Bye. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thanks for listening to the Wild Magic School Bus. I hope you had as much fun listening as we do making this for you. You can catch new episodes each Monday on whatever podcast platform you use. And while you're there, leave us a review if you want. It actually helps us out a lot. We've got the socials, too. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WildMagicPod or on Reddit at r forward slash WildMagicSchoolBus dot. Either way, stop by and say hello. We're always happy to meet new friends. And you may even get a shout out on the pod. See you next time. Interference coming. <laughs> I was gonna say thank you, thank you, Matt. That was, that was a long hill we stopped yeah, on the down was, of it. That was the real song yeah. bitch. Why are you stopping on a downhill with a bus? That is the that is a big. No, Sorry if the no, bus stops a, at the bottom of the hill, dude. There's a train, there's a train, track, there, no, train crossing down there, and the arms are coming down. You know? I feel like they're asking to just get that thing oh, that, split in half. It is a school bus trap. Yeah, yeah. school bus trap. There was, there was school bus trap. Oh That's my god, it's just music. music. School yeah. bus trap house. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. It's just the wheels on the bus. Every song is just the wheels on the bus. <laughs> the now, now bored. Looking it up. Looking it up. Looking it up. It's got to exist. No, so we were doing a one shot on Saturday, and Drew wanted to die. So he's like, uh, okay, so I know we survived, but can I make all three of my death saves at once? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rolled three D20s, allegedly. Uh, all three of them were single digits. And I looked, he's like, no way. Looked at it. Friggin' clown had a D12 in there. <laughs> That's still pretty close. Yeah. You had a nine on the D12. That was the highest of the numbers you rolled. Incredible. Fair. Don't okay. ever change, dude. Oh my god. Is this independently owned? Happy to be back. This is pretty awful. <laughs> like, this isn't what I remembered. This, this is not what I signed up for, man. Bad. There wasn't even well, a beat drop there. I needed the beat drop. This is what happens when you don't have a character that instigates violence with innocence every week. We actually yes. discover that we're very pure and wholehearted.
<laughs> we haven't unnecessarily killed anyone this campaign, have we? We haven't. Fair. I might have. <laughs> no, 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 he had it coming. That's Which ones? Uh, the one he has. It wasn't with necessary, wind. but it was worth it. I mean, yeah, that's fair. That's that's crazy. So the last time we were here, the party Those had wheels on the bus go round and round. <laughs> nope, not gonna do that. Nope, mm. nope. No one's gonna join. Do you me. have nope. inspiration right now? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead with the inspiration. That off, that. I'm gonna need that back. Fair. Okay. So ready and three. Dude, come on, it's five, four, three, two, 